0: Hey there, everybody! Welcome back to my show. This is Brandy J. Singleton, a voice to be record with, the next level. Today, I have here with me a special guest, friend of mine, by the name of Sam Mason, actor, director, and uh, Sam's here today to share his story with us, dealing with bullying and what he endured, and uh, the outcome of it. So i me just go ahead and um, bring him on in. Sam, are you there?
1: Hello, Ms. Brandy, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing so well since you're here.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that, thank you. Yeah, we had uh, a little bit of difficulty last time we recorded, but a great conversation, so it's all good.
0: Yes, yes, I was just like, ah! But you know, if things happen for a reason and we had that great conversation, so this one, most likely should go even better. <laughs> Absolutely. So could you do um, us the honor and share with our listeners, tell us a little bit about who you are?
1: Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm the CEO and owner of uh, Sacrificial Pond Productions. Um, I'm a filmmaker, actor, special effects guy, set designer, um, you know, a little bit of everything. You know, as an independent filmmaker, we kind of, you know, have to do a lot of the things our, ourselves. Um, you know, so I'm currently working on, uh, on a feature right now that's in production, Normal Terror. Um, and it is, uh, one of seven projects I have in the works. Cool.
0: Okay. That's pretty awesome. So, yeah, um, I know that you have a significant story with dealing with bullying, and, um, and I know that, you know, almost occurred before, you know, you found your joy and your love right here. So how did how did what you and you know your story that you went through with, with bullying get you to this place now?
1: Well, I it, it's hard to break it down to one particular instance. Um, you know, I mean, I, I I I grew up in a you know I grew up you know a lot of, a lot of things right now are, are about racism and and how bad the racist stuff is in the country today. Um, I I honestly don't believe that. Um, you know, in 1977, when I was born, um, you know, I'm, I'm half Filipino, um, and my biological father's race on my birth certificate is listed as yellow number six, um, because California back in the, you know, in the the mid seventies, um, not too long after, you know, after, uh. You know, the the war with Japan and, you know, Pearl Harbor and all that stuff. And, you know, then you had Vietnam, um, you know, the Korean War, Vietnam, um, you know, and all that stuff. Uh, you know, Asians were, you know, were dignified by, you know, uh, uh, by yellow is how they were denoted on official paperwork. Um, and so the number represented the type of Asian that you were. Um, So on my birth certificate, even to this day, it hasn't been changed. Um, My biological father's race is listed as yellow number six. Um, So in a way, I was kind of brought up into a, you know, racist world. Um, I don't look, you know, uh, Filipino. Um, You know, I I took on more of my, you know, my more dominant, um, you know, Norwegian side. Um, But. You know, the fact of the matter remains that, you know, it's still, you know, there, you know, fast forward a few years, you know, I grew up in a primarily Hispanic neighborhood, you know, and, you know, going to a lot of different, you know, elementary schools, we moved around a lot. I grew up in an alcoholic, abusive home, you know, and so going through a lot of, you know, moves, my parents, you know, separating, you know, getting back together and separating and getting back together you know, it, I, I moved around a lot, so I was always a new kid, um, you know, unlike a toy on Christmas, it's cool for the first, you know, couple of weeks, and then after that, you you know, you lose your interest in it, and, you know, it just becomes something you set up to the side, so growing, growing up in a Hispanic neighborhood, um, you know, in my elementary school, when I graduated sixth grade, um, I was one of six white kids in a 600 class, um, so you take those to the numbers. You know, I was one percent of the population. Um, you know, and I was constantly bullied and picked on because you know I was different than everybody else there. You know, at that time I was a cotton top. You know, I was you know blonde-haired, blue-eyed white kid. Um, you know, so I, I I got picked on a lot because I was you know in 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 you know a, a rough neighborhood. Um, you know, so it. it I had to learn, um, throughout the years, you know, how to deal with, you know, people, um, you know, for, for a couple of years I ran, um, and then I started training uh, martial arts and I got tired of, uh, you know, getting picked on. So I started fighting back, um, you know, and that's when, you know, more than one or two kids would join in and, you know, I'd get jumped by, you know, six, seven, eight kids. Um, you know, so I learned to to fight better. I learned to fight smarter. Um, you know, but there was a long time that I really, uh, you know, battled with that is to, to why, you know, I didn't have a lot of friends. Um, you know, part of that was because we moved around a lot and part of that was, you know, just because I didn't fit in the neighborhood. Um, you know, so it, it, it really was kind of, you know, here and there, um, you know, but it was a, it was a constant reminder of, you know, that I was different. So I I understand that, that precept, um, you know, but again, as, as I got older and, you know, made different choices, um, you know, I was able to, to come out of that.
0: Okay. Wow. Okay. So I guess that answers, because I was going to ask you how, you know, with this going on, how did you let this shape your, your thinking and did you find it acceptable? Like, you know, at that time, you know, I know at that age, you said you question why and,
1: you know um honestly i I did turn prejudice for for quite some time um you know there was a few years that I hung out with people who looked more like me um you know and and followed that stigma, uh, especially in the you know late eighties early nineties um you know, the, you know, all people were like that, you know, that was my experience at time, all people I'd come in contact with, and it wasn't all people because, you know, my godmother is is black, my godmother and godfather, um, you know, and and half of my, half of my, uh, my family is Hispanic. Um, So it wasn't all people, but anybody that I didn't personally know was a threat. Um, You know, and that was, that was my experience. So it, it really took a lot of soul searching um, you know, and some very good people coming into my life to, to show me that, you know, not everybody was the same, that, you know, it was, you know, those particular individuals that were, you know, that were, you know, the way that they were, you know, and it was probably because of, you know, how they were treated, um, you know, so it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a cycle that we, you know, we go through as, as humans, you know, and, and I think it goes more to, you know, um, you know, uh, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, the survival of the fittest. Um, you know, y- you, have to be strong to, to survive. Um, you know, and that was the type of situation that built me into the, the strong person I am today.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. You said something very important there about how, um, you know, you had to learn that somebody came into your life to show you that all people aren't the same. And I think that, goes along with what's going on, what's been going on, you know, like in the world, you know, t- today, how we treat one another and, you know, how people just don't seem to understand and what you don't understand, sometimes you fear, it seems like, and and the, your reaction to things, people aren't always, you know, <laughs> the best reactions, but, you know,
1: it's is like no, you know, absolutely. The absolutely. I, I, I agree with that. You know, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, the, the more I got older and started, you know, learning things on my own and doing research, um, you know, I, and started, you know, looking at psychology and, and stuff like that, um, you know, I started figuring out how the brain works and, you know, how different, you know, systems of things work and, you know, products of our environment and so on and so forth. You know, I, I battled for addiction for, you know, an alcoholism for a long time, um, you know so i i understand you know that you know we become a system of our environment um mm-hmm. you know but there's a lot of people that jump on bandwagons that don't truly support the things that they're saying that they support you know yeah. which brings us to the social justice thing you know and and keyboard warriors who bully people that don't believe the same way they do um, which is i think more prevalent today than than ever before um you know but i i think that's the you know the 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 end of it, you know, is you you go and talk to people, you know, on a one to one basis, and I think it's a completely different situation. Um, yeah. You know, I, you get people in a group, and and people, you know, in numbers are stupid. You yeah. know, they you know, you have a leader, and you have people who follow. Um, you know, and and that's how groups work. Um, you don't have you know fifteen leaders in one group. You don't. Um, you know, you have one person who's pushing the agenda that they, you know, that they believe and you have 15 people who are following them and, you know, and, you know, pushing, you know, because they believe in that person or what that person says and they may not even believe all of it, but they want to be a part of, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, so, you know, my, my biggest thing when, when I was a kid was I just wanted to be a part of, I wanted to be a part of something, you know, that made me feel, you know, um, better than I was feeling. Um, you know, so I, I, I jumped into, you know, some, some radical groups. Um, you know, I, eventually I started my own radical group, um, you know, and I just, you know, because of my experiences, it, it took me having a difference of experiences and broadening my horizons and, you know, and, and talking to different people and, you know, really getting to know somebody to, to change my perceptions on them. Um, you know, it's not easy to do, but if you're willing to, to take a look at that, it can yeah. be done. Um, you know, but you really have to look at yourself and find out who you are before you can really, you know, change your perceptions. You know, why do you believe what you believe? You know, is it experience or is it fact? You know, is it your perception of an experience or is it fact? Um, so for me, you know, I had to really look at myself. And determine whether the the facts that I had told myself were exacerbated or you know it, you know um, you know bushed up a little bit because you know I wanted to be accepted by a different group of people, so I made my stories a little more elaborate um, you know but how much of those were 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 true um, you know and that's not always an easy thing to do um, you know so i you know i I, I looked you know, I looked at myself a lot and I, I tried to figure out, you know, wh- how much of my story was real, how much of it was true. Um, you know, in the fact, the matter of what I was doing when I was doing it, um, you know, I, I was kind of a delinquent kid, um, you know, especially in my teen years. Um, so, you know, that didn't really help a whole lot that I was, you know, cruising the streets at, you know, two, three o'clock in the morning, um, you know, by myself. So, you know, those, those are things that kind of add into the situation. Was it right for the people who did what they did? No, it wasn't. You know, could I have changed the outcome of that? Yeah, I probably could have. Um, you know, so I, I think there's a lot of factors involved more than it is, you know, oh, well, this person's racist or this person believes this, so they must be racist or this person believes in this, so they must be racist. You know, I think that the term is really, you know, thrown around more so by the media than. What we actually believe in, you know, what we see day to day to day.
0: Very much so. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's amazing. You said some. You said some dead on stuff. uh, You said why do we think the way um, we do? And right before you know, getting on with you, I was working on a show that I'm doing, asking the same questions: our thinking, our own thinking. Why do we think certain things? Why do we choose to believe certain things? And thinking, you know, taking a step back of our, you know, taking a look at our own self and, you know, and like, kind of like, you know, sweeping up our side of the street before we go try to, you know.
1: <laughs> well, absolutely. You know, I mean, I, I, I honestly believe that if, if America was as racist as the media is portraying it today, we wouldn't have as many people of color in positions of power. Yeah. you know And, and, and that's the reality of it. You know, I mean, 50, 60, 70, 80 years ago, we didn't have, you know, Uh, people of color and you know and and i say that in a very broad spectrum you know because that goes for asians it goes for you know african-americans um you know it goes for hispanics it goes for you know anybody that isn't you know the man you know with quotation marks around it um (laughs) you know that that You know, we have these people in positions of power, you know, but in reality, how many of them are actually doing something for the communities that are facing the biggest issues? Right, exactly. You have these people who get up on a soapbox and they say that they, you know, they understand the struggle and they support the cause that they came from that. Okay, that's great. But we have to look at the situations too. You know, I mean, you're not going to take and move from an inner city to Beverly Hills and get judged the same if you're continuing the same behaviors.
0: Exactly.
1: You know, so, I mean, if you're wearing, you know, if you're wearing, you know, clothing and, and, and I get accused of this a lot because I look like a very intimidating person. I play the bad guy in movies a lot. Um, I play that movie well. It doesn't define me as who I am as a person. Um, you know but i get judged because i have tattoos and earrings and a shaved head and you know and and, and i have a, a menacing look um you know because i'm i'm always on guard and it's not necessarily that i'm on guard to people of color i'm on guard to protect the ones around me because i know you know from my experience that things can pop off anytime anywhere so yeah. i have to be vigilant to make sure i keep those around me that i care about safe um you know, so it's not that, you know, I'm I'm judging anybody, you know, I'm just doing my diligence in, in keeping my family safe. Um, you know, so I, I, I get looked upon, you know, as as a bad apple, you know, until people, you know, come up and talk to me. Um, you know, and, and not a lot of people do, but you know, when people do, you know, we have generally very good conversations. Um, you know, so it's you know, I, I think a lot of it has to do, you know, and you were talking about, um, you know, why do we think the way we do? You know, and the reality of it is, is because we were taught to. That's yep. how we were taught to think.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so, you know, we, we're we told know, you know, we're told the sky is blue because someone told us that. Told us. Yes. <laughs> you, know, a piece, you know, we're on a cell phone because someone said, hey, this is a cell phone. You know, we're using the interwebs because someone said, this is the interwebs. You know, yeah. it's not like we created these things ourselves. It's something that has been handed down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that, that that's another thing that goes into it, too. You know, there's a lot of facets to, you know, the way the media is pushing the agenda today. Um, and I'm not going to go into politics. I, I, I try not to discuss that as much as possible. Um, you know, what you believe is, you know, is, is your business. You know, what I believe is mine. Yeah. Um, You know, so, you know, do I believe that the system we have in place today works? Mm, Not as good as it could, but I think for the majority of the party does. Um, You know, but, you know, again, you know, breaking it back down to, you know, individuals and, you know, and and situational, um, you know, I I think it's important that we, you know, we look at ourselves first and and our experiences and we're honest with ourselves about, you know, where it came from and, and why we are the way we are.
0: Yep. Yep, very much so. And uh, I think if people take a look back at, like you said earlier, if they're willing to, some people aren't willing to deal with self. They don't, and that's a lot of times you don't want to deal with your own ugly truth yourself, so you're in denial. But if you, take, if you want to grow, first of all, then that's what you have to do. And if we, come, we can go to that place, then we might be able to understand, even if we don't agree, understand people more and understand why what's around us is happening and if more people are just damn near by everybody willing to do that, we ask, in my head I have this vision of seeing people stopping in their tracks and taking a look around them and saying, wow, you know, maybe I've been lied to or maybe this, you know what I mean? Or just under, willing to understand, we have to be willing to understand ourselves and, and others because sometimes you know, it's okay to, uh, people don't want to believe that this could not right. be the way or what they thought could be wrong, you know? Well, yeah, and like that's, that's, that's become
1: that. your comfort zone. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's where you're comfortable. You know, that's, that's what you've known. Learning new things and, and going a different direction and changing your thinking, you know, causes a whole lot of inner turmoil. Oh, yeah. You know, so, you know, to, to do that, You know, and then of course, you know, you take it a step further than that, you know, and of course you start expressing your opinions to people and they don't believe that, you know, because they're stuck where you were before you started opening your mind, Um, you know, and then you get judged upon by, you know, others. And so it's like, okay, well, you know, I belonged here before, but now I don't necessarily belong here because my thinking has changed. Yeah. You know, so now where do I belong? You know, and I, I think it goes, you know, to, to that acceptance thing again, you know, is being able to accept you for who you are, you know, and, and accepting others for who they are, even if you don't agree with them. Exactly. You know, that's one of the reasons I served in the military. You know, yeah. is I, I, I absolutely believe in the, in the First Amendment. You know, you have a right to say whatever you want, especially oh, yeah. if I don't like it. I
0: think it's a good, healthy form of communication to understand people better. Right.
1: <laughs> but- you know, so but there's, there's a way to go about it, you know, um, yeah, if, if you're doing said. more damage than good, then you have absolutely a right to say whatever it is you want to say, um, but you don't have a right to do whatever you want to do. Exactly. That, that's the difference, you know, um, you know so it, it, there's definitely a, uh, you know, a lot of room to, to grow where we are right now.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you made a lot of, lot, of, lot of great points and stuff. And I think like, you know, I've been studying narcissism um, a lot lately and people are more narcissistic than we actually think, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was very, very profound when I, when I was studying this, you know, and, um, and I noticed in there, it's like either, I usually say something like, well, uh, oh, yeah, they like you up until the point where they don't like you anymore. And there's never no, a middle ground sometimes. It's kind of like, you're good up to the point where you don't agree with me. Or you say no, you know what I mean? I come across a lot of people like that. It's never middle ground. It's never like, okay, well, all right, well, I still love you. All that great stuff. Still got good person. And you just have different, you know, w- ways of thinking. And it's like, that's another form of narcissism. It's like, you, you, you agree, you're great. You say yes or whatever. Maybe you're great. But then when it's not those answers, then, ah, oh, you know, <laughs> You just don't like that person anymore. It's kind of crazy because you can have this crazy, great friendship,
1: bond or whatever, and then boom, bam. What? <laughs> right. No, and, and, and I agree with that, too. You know, is, uh, you know um, a lot of people do it because they're more interested in people they don't know liking them and following them than they are people who are close to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think that's a, you know, a hard reality that we need to face in today's society is that, you know, the the people that you talk to, um, you know, especially over the Internet and social media sites, um, you know, aren't necessarily your friends. Right. you You know, they're when 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 you're in need of something, those aren't the people that you call. You know, if you need help moving, somebody from the other side of the country is not going to come over here. The other <laughs> side of the world is not going to come over here and help you. You know, if you're struggling financially, you know, one in 20 may offer some help, um, you know, but, you know, the reality of it is you're going to go to somebody, you know, that, that's close to you. Um, you know, to, to ask for help. And, you know, if you're anything like me, you have a very hard time opening your mouth and saying, I need help. Those are the three hardest words in the world for me to say. I know. Trust me. I know. i too. <laughs> but, but there are times, you know, where I have to ask for help. Um, you know, and I don't, you know, post a lot of my personal stuff on, on social media. You know, my life is my life. Social media is social media. Um, you know, it's, it, it's not that I'm being fake or, you know, whatever, but, you know, the things that I'm going through in my daily life is nobody's business. Yeah,
0: not social media, mm-hmm. you know, type of thing you, <laughs> right. you know.
1: You know, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to blast stuff all over the internet just to, to get followers and likes, you know, and, and that's really hard in my business and, and what I do because, you know, what I say could have a very detrimental effect on my business nowadays yeah you know so i i I do have to be very careful about what i say and it it sucks that that we're to a point where you know that's that's what it is you know because i mean i may post an opinion about something and Mm. i will get absolutely you know ransacked by people yeah you know and the, the only time they show up is when they disagree you know they don't support anything that i do they don't share anything that i do they don't you know donate to anything that i do they don't buy merchandise they don't you know and which is fine um you know that that's absolutely their prerogative um you know but if you're only going to jump on my stuff to to be negative when you know i i voice an opinion that i don't you know that you don't like um you know i try not to take that personally but at the same time um you know, I have to be solid in my beliefs. You know, am I open to changing my thoughts or opinions? Absolutely. You know, show me facts and, and and you know, uh, undisputable facts, and I will be happy to change my point of view and agree with you. Um, but don't just reverberate the same bullshit that everybody else is feeling that is non-fact based. You know, I'm not gonna change my beliefs because, you know, it's what everybody else is doing. You know, I changed my beliefs because it's a, it's a fundamental fact that my beliefs were wrong. Right,
0: I like that. What's that point? You said something important, facts. <laughs> you know, and if you can't get facts, you usually get a lot of blah, 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 blah,
1: blah. <laughs> Right.
0: You know, I have a friend that says, uh, she says recycling information know the information you know mm-hmm. you know yes yeah, for sure for sure and uh when you had said like uh you were talking about acceptance and following and which social media has horned in on that and i also think with purpose you know because that's what people want you know that's another form of you know i'm accepted people follow me and just and you know and that comes with also with uh being you know bullying because it's, it's two sides you know i mean there's the yeah, the, uh, there's a few sides to it, you know. you have like the person being bullied, and then there's the bully, and then there's that that follow those fo- the following, you mm-hmm. know, which pumps up the bully. You know what I mean? And then those followers feel accepted, but you know what I mean? Probably don't even agree, but hey, they're being accepted mm-hmm. and they're not being bullied. So it's like this whole set of following. It's like a whole little
1: train. You know what I mean? Um, Well, I'll I'll give you a prime example of that. Um, Every so often, a post will come up of a gentleman had beaten his kid, and everybody's sharing it. Okay, Um, you know this this man did this to this baby and this woman, and you know all of a sudden he is vilified. Now, I don't know where these things came from. I don't know who these people are. You know, and if you're only sharing that, you know this person said this about it. And, you know, and it's getting, you know, 80, 100,000, 200,000, 400,000, a million shares, you know, that becomes a problem because if you speak up and say, you know, do you know if this person actually did this for a fact, you know, before you vilify them, there's no court records, there's no, you know, there's no public, you know, records of anything, you know, but these people are vilifying him, you know, or her or, you know, whatever else um, not knowing whether this person actually did this or not, you know, so, you know, this person all of a sudden starts receiving death threats and, you know, threatening phone calls and their social media shut down and, you know, and all this other stuff. And it's like, but we don't even know if it's true. You know, how can you jump on a bandwagon of, you know, this person doing this, if we don't even know if it's true? Exactly. Goes back to why do we
0: believe to think, you know, what we believe, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you just can be told anything, you know, and just run with it. Don't even question it.
1: Right. You know, if it's on the internet, it must be true. Right. (laughs) You (laughs) know, rule number one. You know, so I mean, I I think we really have to get down to our our motives and, you know, and, 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 you know, our, 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 our true selves, if we really want to figure out how to, you know, stop it. Um, you know, my, my son, I'll give you a good example. Um, my son, when I first got custody of him, um, went to a new school, and he was in six fights in the first five weeks. I was getting called up to the principal's office all the time. And I hated going to the principal's office. I have an issue with authority. I know I do. Um, but I, you know, I felt like I was getting in trouble with him going up there. And, you know, the, the first thing I would ask was, you know, well, did he start it? Well, no, but it's like, okay, hold on, stop. Okay. Now, if my son didn't start it, but he is defending himself against people who are bullying him and he has said something and nobody is doing anything about it, then we have a problem at a... You know, authoritative level. You know, rather than the child who is, you know, either a suffering or b doing the bullying. You know, um, you know I, this one, this one particular instance in these five instances. Um, you know, my son, pardon the language, but my son bitch slapped this kid in front of his entire group. Um, but the kid was in his face; he was screaming and spitting on him, and. You know, he put his hands on my son. So my son reared back and and he slapped the shit out of him um, right in front of everybody. And he got in trouble for it. And so, you know, I went out of the office and I said, okay, what led up to it? You know, and of course, you know, now, you know, because of the whole, you know, parent parents going crazy on other parents and students and and all this other shit, you know, people can't, um, you know, they didn't bring the other child in. Um, so it was just me and my son and, you know, and, and the principal, um, you know, and, and the, uh, um, the school psychologist or whatever the hell it was, um, you know, and they, you know, we, we sat down, we talked about the incident, you know, my son said, absolutely, this is what I did. And this is why, you know, and, and, you know, it, we, we figured out how to work it out, but there was another instance after the fifth one, um, we went into the principal's office, And the principal actually told me, she said, The only time it is acceptable for your son to defend himself is if he was on the ground getting pummeled. And those were her words, her exact words. And I said, So you mean to tell me that my son cannot do anything to protect himself until he's on the ground and somebody's meleeing? Wow. And she said, Yes. And I said, Okay this is what's going to happen and okay? if that is your belief system i want you to go ahead and call the cops because i'm going to start threatening you right now okay and the only time you're allowed to do something is when i have you on the ground getting ready to go to the hospital and she said but sir i said no that's what you just told me so okay. if that is your belief then we have a problem at an authority level in your school and in your policies. Now that was an issue for me. You know, that goes against my, you know, my beliefs. You know, if someone puts their hands on you, you have absolutely every right to defend yourself.
0: Exactly. You're not wait until you're on the ground. That's what you don't want <laughs> to <But>, be on the ground.
1: By then it's by then it's too late. You know, I mean, hell, what was it? Uh, the kid not too long ago got uh, got hit in the face and fell to the ground and got a, uh, you know, his his uh, he hit the ground so hard because he was knocked out by the hit that it, um, I don't think it cracked his skull, but he did have some um, internal bleeding in his brain and the kid ended up dying from hemorrhaging. You know, mm-hmm. so you're telling me that a is not okay, but you know B is acceptable, and you know to me that's that's unacceptable.
0: Oh, very much so. Just with the example you just said right now, you know mm-hmm. that's why I, I took steps when with my son when when I heard that the crap, a teacher told him you didn't have the right to to defend yourself. I said, oh, I said, well, you're just gonna get out of here because I see he's not fit. <laughs>
1: Well, And and I told them flat out, I said, you know, I will be more than happy to use my social media following to put a gaslight on this. You know, I have no problems going to the administration above you. Um, I will be happy to go to the district. And if it isn't resolved there, I will be happy to contact my friends at, you know, the the local news channels and, and do an interview there. Oh, no, 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 no. We don't want that. You know, but they're so used to people being complacent and not taking, okay. you know, um, uh, responsibility for their own actions that you know they just cower over and cater to you know to the administrations in, in these schools. Um, you know, when when the schools are in the wrong, the policies are wrong. Yeah, and so you your child safety issues, you know. Right. You know, my my son was happy to tell the the principal and the vice principal that, you know, if he was accused of being bullied because he stood up for himself, he would like to see the anti-bullying, you know, paperwork that they had. Okay, what is your policy? Let me see what the policy is so that I won't do it again. And they refused to show him the policy. And this is a student. Asking his administrators that were accusing him of being a bully for standing up for himself.
0: Well, So basically, the today, you're not a bully, you're a bully, you're not, you're a bully. You're only the bully when you stand up for yourself. So you get right. bullied, if <laughs> nobody held accountable. But if you stand up for yourself, that's not a good message. <laughs> right. You know?
1: Really? Absolutely. You know, so I, I think there's a much deeper. You know issue at hand then you know then then we're really grasping um you know and and i think you know i i I think we need to come together as as a community and you know as a nation um you know to to stop it at home um you know god knows what you know what these kids are going through at home that they act out the way they do at school um, you know, I, I can tell you, you know, in, in my own experience that, you know, the reason I acted out of school is because I wanted to, you know, I wanted to have friends, um, you know, and, and, you know, by, by picking on people that others didn't like, um, you know, cause I went from being bullied to being the bully. Um, and so, you know, I, I got, you know, people treated me differently, Um, But I had a friend of mine tell me the truth that I didn't want to hear. Um, He told me that people didn't respect me. People feared me. And that was a a huge wake-up call for me because, you know, yes, at that point in time, I wanted people to fear me so that they didn't fuck with me. But at the same time, I wanted my friends to like me for me, not because, you know, what I would do. No, not because they were afraid of what I would do if you know if they went against what I said.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's a big, big difference. Yeah,
1: that's not a But it it took a friend of mine, you know, telling me the truth that I wasn't ready to hear, um, for for me to change my perspective on how I acted.
0: For sure, and that's something there too that. someone, you know, was a real friend and not told you what you wanted to hear, you know, but the truth and then you being willing to take that and not, you know, you know, what people do, oh, you're not, you don't agree, you're against me, you know what I mean? Just because it's something that we don't want to hear, you know? Absolutely. For sure, Um, for sure. Wow. Well, that's, that's, you know... (laughs) You know, those messages, I tell you, I still can't believe that that was their whole outlook on the whole bullying thing. And I'm just like, I don't get it. And, you know, like you said, we need to come together because it's so true because it's not just an isolated thing. This is happening all over the place. You know, I picked up on, you know, I've met so many people through social, you know, media with these same issues in different states, even a different country. We even went as far as Africa, (laughs) Right. You know, a guy told me, that said, we had four suicides in one month. He said, it's all mm-hmm. because of, you know, bullying and then not really, you know, kind of looking over it. Right. You know? So, yeah, definitely we need to come together. And, and you said, at home, we have, we have to start at home. Right. You know? Most of them, no matter what the case may be, if you're a child that bullies, you need to start at home. If you're being bullied, either way it goes. Like, you, know,
1: you know i mean and and at the same time i mean i i think that you know um and, and how how can i put this uh you know that that's not going to cause you know people pounding on my door um mm-hmm. you know i i also don't think that we need to raise our children in a bubble you know right. um you know our children need to understand that the the world out there once they leave our doors is you know can be a very vicious place you know yeah. there are people out there that intend to harm you um you know so i, I think we also need to at the same time as is stopping the bullying thing we have to have a line where you know we we raise our children to you know protect themselves yeah. um you know and and you know yes words do hurt um however um, I don't think that words hurt enough um, yeah. to cause bodily harm. Now, it can cause bodily harm if you internalize that and you do it to yourself. Um, you know, which I I have done in the past. I'm a, a five-time uh, suicide attempt survivor. Um, you know, and and I had a lot of issues that I had to deal with with my PTSD from you know from my military and my you know my uh, my alcoholism, my upbringing, sexual abuse, and you know and all that stuff, so um, you know I, I definitely had a lot of issues that I had to work through, um, you know but we 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 can't be victims either. you know at some point in time we have to stop playing victims, and we have to you know stand up for ourselves yeah um, you know, so there there's a very fine line between. You know, being a victim and you know defending yourself. Yeah. Uh, you know, and being your bully. So it's you know where that line is. I don't know. I, I wish I had. <laughs> Excuse me. i swear I don't have the corona. Is um, <laughs> that not crazy because you
0: have to like now, like oh my, no no it's just a cough. <laughs> right. Um.
1: But you know, I, I I think it's a very fine line between victim you know victimhood and and bullying. And, and I really wish I had the answer, um, you know, to to what we could do, you know, as, as a society to to make a change. Um, unfortunately, I don't have the answers. You know, I, I make mistakes on a daily basis as a person and as a parent, um, you know, so I, I, it, it's really difficult to, you know, discern where you know, where, where things are and what we do, you know, I do the best that I can with, with what I've got and my knowledge, you know, I, yeah. you know, I try to teach my son to, to research as much as he can, if he has a thought or an opinion about something, um, you know, and, you know, find out the facts. Don't look at the, you know, the first, you know, couple of links and say that, you know, okay, well, here's my facts, you know, because generally the the top couple of pages aren't usually where the facts lie. Yeah um you know so i I think it's important to you know to do our due diligence and and get you know to the bottom of the truth as much as we can um you know before we we judge anything or anyone you know on anything so you know but but we have to be willing to be open-minded to believe you know that you know maybe they didn't do what they said they did You know, just because somebody believes it the way that they do and they believe in a person, um, you know, you, you have to ask yourself, why? You know, one, why is it any of your business? You know, and two, why do they feel, you know, knowing this person like I do, why do they feel it important to have their beliefs upon a person that they do? There must be a reason this is a good person. I've been friends with them for a while. I know this person. I I believe this person is a good-hearted person. So why do they have that belief? There has to be a reason somewhere. You know, what is it? I'm not saying that they are. You know, and the same goes on both sides. We have to look at both sides. And, you know, it's not so much the lesser of two evils anymore. You know, I, I think our choices are being taken away little by little, and yeah, and itself is a problem. That's you know, problem. The, the, you know the media is currently using intimidation tactics. You know, to you know to gang up on people. Yeah. You know, and I I think that's wrong. You know, whether it be you know for you vote for Hillary, you vote for Biden, you vote for you know fucking Kanye or Donald Trump or right. you know whatever. You know. If you're going to vote, you know I don't think it is a civic duty for you to vote just for the sake of voting, and right. here's why. You <clears throat> <that> and, <laughs> and, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop some truth on everybody right now that most people probably won't like, that's and that's okay, because this is my belief. If you're not going to do your due diligence and research what the bill, uh, bills and measures are – when you're voting, you don't need to vote. That's so true. Period. Okay? Because you have no clue what you're voting for. And if you don't know what you're voting for, just checking a box because the politician you like is on that side of the line doesn't make the bill or measure right. Okay? Specifically, in California, okay, a couple of years ago, we we had a bill on the, um, on the ballot that was about raising gas prices, taxes for gas prices. You know, nobody I knew would agree that it was a good idea to raise the taxes even if it was for the greater good. Now, the measure passed. okay, And our gas prices shot through the roof and people are upset about it. Well, why are you upset? You voted for it. <laughs> right. You didn't realize that you voted for it. Okay. So don't sit there and tell me and put on this sticker, you know, and, and change your profile on social media to say <laughs> I voted. Because I'm going to look at you like an idiot if you don't know what you voted for.
0: Right. And somebody asked you, so what you vote for?
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, you know, what were the what were the, the measures on on the ballot that you voted for? Okay, you voted for you know Joe Biden. What else did you vote for? Do you even know? You know, I see a lot of people saying you know vote blue or vote red. You know, down the line, I don't agree with that. Yeah, no, no I'd like to know what it is I'm actually voting for. What mm-hmm. is it I'm voting for?
0: Yeah, and sometimes not willing to do the homework. It's like man, you you have all information to your exposure and you can find it, then you definitely mm-hmm. should be voting. It's like, well, just get a sticker and you could be voting for something that, you know, something that was really important. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, I think it's important. <laughs> so it's like, right. you know, just because you have a right
1: to vote doesn't mean you should be voting. And I think it's very well, and, and, if you don't. And that's, that's the important. thing, you know, you absolutely do have a right to vote. You do. You know, But just because you have a right to do something doesn't mean you should. Exactly. You know, if you don't know, Uh you know, I'm not going to walk into a hospital. I have a right to become a doctor and a surgeon. I have a right to. You know, doesn't mean that I can walk into a hospital and, you know, I wouldn't want my primary care doctor doing my back surgery. Okay? That's not what they specialize in. Could they? They probably could. Should they? No, they should not. Okay. I'm a truck driver. You know, I wouldn't want just somebody who can drive to get behind the wheel of a big rig and drive. I would not feel comfortable with that. Just because they can doesn't mean they should, you know? So. You know, and and that goes for, you know, riding a motorcycle. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. You know, there's a lot of factors that go into that. You know, some people are very good cooks. You know, some people are very good cooks. They get a lot of passion out of it. And they probably should, you know, cook on a regular basis. They maybe even, you know, start up a restaurant that's going to be the greatest thing in the world. You know, but there are other people out there who do that shouldn't. There are a lot of horrible restaurants out there. You know, just because you can doesn't mean you should. And I yeah. think that's a very important thing for us to think about as the elections come up is don't just look at who is on the ballot, but what is on the ballot. You know, yeah. what are the bills and measures you're voting for? You know, um, you know in order to add an amend- amendment to the Constitution, it has to be ratified by two-thirds of Congress. You know? So if two thirds of states don't agree, then the amendment can't be made. However, most people don't know that it breaks down even further before it even goes to Congress and it's in our local ballots. Because we tell our congressmen what we want and they're supposed to represent us by district. That's how you know, it's laid out. Yeah. You know? So it starts at a local level. Everybody does have a choice provided they actually know what it is that they're doing.
0: Yeah, for sure. I remember we had something here. Um, part of this um called the Martin Luther King on Democratic Club or whatever. Yeah, something like that. And I'm not gonna get into the whole that whole thing if, I, if I'm a Democrat or not. But that's a, probably a point that I'm also making when I say this. <laughs> you know, is um we were there. You know, at that point where we got this to listen and choose to the people that were running, you know, in our city and stuff mm-hmm. and um, ask them questions and, and things like that. And what I noticed was that, you know, some of us were with our friends and we were together and, you know, and you might know an individual that's part of, you know, this whole, you know, um, council or whatever. And we, would, I guess a lot of us would look to his, his way when, you know, they do the, you know, Raise your hand if you're supportive or not, you know, whatever. But I noticed a lot of that, like, if you weren't sure, we'd look and be like, okay, yeah, raise your hand, you know? Yep. And I thought about mm-hmm. that even more. And it's like, I know that you're a good person and your intentions are, obviously are great. And this guy, you know what I mean? He, he's, he's great and I, I, I like him, but that doesn't mean what right now, what is going on that could I, if I don't understand something, I just shouldn't be agreeing in the first place. Even if I would agree, if I understood fact I don't understand it, so you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like' right. I'm ingrained because what, and then if you sit down and ask me, i have you know, so I noticed right. uh you know that right there that you know mm-hmm. right, what you were saying, you know, and that right there it's kind of like, no, nah, that's not you know <laughs> the way we should yeah. never that's the way the world we, we go by other people's thinking or you know we follow
1: instead of doing it for ourselves, you know as an
0: individual right. we just,
1: Go with well, them. and 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 here's the thing too: is that social media is turning that in itself into a bullying tactic. Oh yeah, and it is. you know, <laughs> is you know, if you didn't vote, you know, you're getting jumped on by people who voted. If you did vote, you know, well, what did you vote for? You know, it, it's constant decide, you know, divisiveness. Yeah. Um, you know how how do we divide people more and more and more and more? You yeah. know, and, and oh, you're yeah. oh, yeah. doing. <laughs> what's that everything
0: i say with everything even like with protesting or anything it turns right. into some divide like oh you didn't protest oh and then you blah 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 you know it's a right.
1: but if you do support it you know boy you're not supporting it the right way right right you know it, it you know and it's like you know so I, I generally try to keep my mouth shut on stuff like that because i don't want it eventually to come back and bite me in the ass when everybody jumps on it Right, um exactly. you know but it, it you know but what i believe is is my beliefs and you know i'm not about you know putting everything that i think or believe out there um i i don't think you know as as entertainers you know that is the platform for us to do so um yeah. especially if we don't have the facts to back up why we think the way we think um you know i think it's very important that you know uh those of us in the entertainment field um you know, the if you're going to back something, don't back it up for, you know, for benefits, but back it up because you truly believe it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know? um, you know, and, and if you do back something because you truly believe it, have facts, you know, so that you can, you know, talk to people with an open mind mm-hmm. about why you believe it that way. You know, that- there's there's a segment that goes around uh, Stephen Crowder. Um, It's called Louder with Crowder and he does a segment called change my mind. I'm sure you've seen the memes everywhere. Yeah. Um, You know, I, I love that concept of change my mind. Let's sit down, let's have a talk, let's have a debate. And you know, I'll express my points of what I know about a topic and you can express yours. And if your facts are better than my facts, then I will happily admit that you changed my mind. You know, I I love the concept of that. And I think more of us need to do that is to sit down with an open mind and not react out of emotions. Mm
0: -hmm, Exactly. You
1: know, I think it's more important to react out of our intelligence and our thoughts than it is our emotions.
0: Logical Mm -hmm. thinking, yeah, for sure. I think that's how everybody, a lot of people realize what they do is, like even now, everything's uh, out of emotions and you know, or ang- you know, all of it, anger, resentment, you know what I mean, versus logic, you know, and actually, you know, thinking and stopping and you know, and, and then with emotions you get rage, you get anger, you get violence, you get all this craziness that absolutely is not logical. <laughs> right. You know no,
1: absolutely it
0: makes no sense to me whatsoever how people end up dead, you know, and and stuff that we can easily talk about. Or respect or agree to disagree.
1: Right. Yeah, very much so. You're very right. Yeah. But people aren't ready to, you know, to have those conversations yet. You mm-hmm. know, we're, we're still in a, in a herd and sheep mentality right now. And um, until we get out of that, that herd and sheep mentality, um, you know, I, I think we're going to continue going the way we're going. Oh yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> so I'll, I'll stay locked up in my little hidey hole and, and right? make my and do my thing and you know and uh, you know talk to people here on there on social media and you know keep my thoughts to myself and uh, you know hopefully one day the world will change. <laughs> <laughs> right, that part.
0: <laughs>
1: yes, very much so. And, and for
0: me, that's the biggest part. Me especially being a mom and having, and I know you too, and being a teacher, I I think about the the kids, you know, because they're the future. First of all, we want them to grow up around, you know what I mean, as good people. I don't know about the next person, but I mean, I don't want, you know, that's why I'm concerned about people that do wrong or they do people wrong, you know, intentionally. Like, how does that work out? You're parenting, (laughs) what do you tell your kid? You're like, treat people like crap and blah, 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 blah. But I want a better place for my to to do, you know, do even way better, 5, 20, 50,000 times better, you know, than what we're displaying here. And, and yep. at least to have the platform, we even, we have a tool to do it on. And what we're going now, at oh, we see a platform. <laughs> and that's yep. where my heart comes from. It's not even about me anymore. It's about not just my child. That's what we all have a responsibility. And I think it's about all of our children. Well,
1: to, to a degree, I agree with that. Um, You know, and and to a degree, I I disagree. Um, You know, I think we have a responsibility to our children, absolutely. Um, You know, and we have until they're approximately, you know, between 12 and 14 years old to really instill in them, you know, basic morals and beliefs. Yeah. Um, You know, but at the same time, you know, they spend a lot of time in schools, you know, a majority of their childhood is spent in school. And so their teacher's beliefs mimic their own more than anything else. Yeah. So if we really want to break it down, you know, then you're going to have to look at what are they being taught and what are the beliefs of the educational system? Yeah.
0: Because I, I, I my,
1: understanding, <laughs> my understanding is that the educator – should be teaching facts and truth you know and education rather than their thoughts and their opinions yeah it is supposed to be a neutral place of education yeah I mean, know, never not
0: to in my experience never not to be it's always just like you know right. curriculum education you know and, and then you it comes along with you know obviously behaviors things you have to you know that are teaching moments like bullying and stuff like that you know right. but even so even with the, the curriculum you know, I've never known anybody, in my case, to teach with, from their own, you know, like, that's not even teaching, that's, like, something else. <laughs> but even with what we've given as curriculum, it's questionable, too, because it's like, well, you're leaving out a lot of stuff. You know, jumped over here to these, this over here, and you completely forgot about what's important, That things that they're actually going to use, you know
1: what I mean, like, in, in the world, you know. Well, here, 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 here's a great example of the educational system that I have an issue with. Okay. Common core math. Okay. Common core by itself. Okay. Now it has been proven that common core doesn't really teach math. It is an idea that you can teach, find out the strongest suit of a child's learning ability in order to teach them effectively. I understand the premise of it and that's great. Teaching multiple ways to get to the same answer. Not a problem there. Okay. However, when you take that and you then start teaching kids that even if they have the wrong answer, but they got to it the right way, that the answer is correct, then we have a problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't I from where I what you know, from my experience, with the way I see it taught, I I, I see it as a, a one-way street. I see it as you either get a board, figure it out, or they'll be, you know, behind with, with the others versus let me, you know, find out because uh, everybody's learning or the way they're seeking are different. Mm-hmm. And I think it's more about bringing it to that child's level or of understanding versus either you can get here or you, you can't, you know, just because one person did not everybody else can and that sometimes that's just not the strong suit and it's not my strong suit at all whatsoever you know what I mean and personally I think some of the stuff that's being taught is taking it way too damn far just to get to, 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 to write w- w- where you are you know mm-hmm. and then skip over I got a child that can do all these numbers but can't tell the time <laughs> can't count no yeah. numbers I don't know about mm-hmm. taxes. You got a store up here that they buy stuff from, and they can't even tell me how much they're trying to pay for it, you know, or preparing them for when they, you know, just things that, that are missing that I'm just, I sit back and I ponder. I'm like, well, I don't think I'm the only person
1: thinking of it. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that doesn't make sense to really, me, but, you know. No, it's, I, I it's absolutely me. agree
1: with him that. Yeah. You know, and I, I actually had one teacher who, you know, because I was always very analytical and I tried very hard to get out of the work that I didn't want to do. Um, and so I had taken a question that was on the test and it was marked wrong. Um, but the answer was correct. And so I took my response to the teacher and we sat down and we had a talk about the way the question was worded and the way the question was worded, I was right. And the answer was wrong. So... You know, I ended up getting that point back, and to me, that was a very small victory, um, but it was a victory nonetheless. You know, and I think we need to have educators that, you know, are willing to, you know, not be so cut and dry. But at the same time, it goes back to you know, kids and and how they come from the home, you know, and if, if they're taught that that basic moral and respect of you know respecting your elders and so on and so forth, because um, I've seen you know videos and in pictures and heard stories of, of, you know, the way kids react in schools nowadays and I'm just absolutely blown away. Yeah, you should be. (laughs) And it's like, you know, you have junior high and high school kids who, you know, are are doing whatever the hell they want and, you know, disrupting everybody else and nobody does anything or nobody cares. You know, I sat and I shadowed my son for a day um, in one of his classes. And, or in, 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 you know, his, his entire, you know, school schedule. Um, not one of his classes, but all of his classes. Um, and I sat there, and there was a group of kids that were in almost every class. And they were just, you know, they did whatever the hell it was they wanted to do. And I was absolutely blown away that nothing was done. Mm-hmm. The teacher didn't even mention it. And I was like, wow, I would have gotten my ass beat for some shit like that back in the day. Yeah,
0: yeah. Sometimes the teachers, they don't even say anything to the
1: parent, you know? Yeah, you know, and that's, that's the sad truth of it, you know? Um, you know, they, they want to look good, you know, while they have that, you know, that 15 minutes of, of public, you know, attention. Um, you know, so they come up with all these great ideas, but no way to implement them. Right, um, you know and you know that, that's fine um that's their business um you know but you know it doesn't change anything if you don't actually you know make a change
0: it's like you um, said just because you can do it doesn't mean you should so you shouldn't probably be in that field
1: <laughs> absolutely yeah. don't get me wrong i had a couple of bad teachers in my day but i also had a couple of teachers that you know really uh you know, made made a difference in in my life at that time. You know, were very profound in in my you know my early years.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. And um, I just I you know I know we were here, and I'm sorry if I took over just, you, you, for those minutes there.
1: <laughs> Not at all. Hell, this is an open conversation, girl You go <laughs> I
0: always try to remember that, like Brandy. Oh man, but um, to you know, to shine a light quickly back on the whole bullying aspect is that um, that it just seems to be actually the world. It's not even just actually this was something I wanted to to horn in on real quick, but how the world the whole bullying thing, and you wonder why why no one helping, looking at this, and then the whole time you look around, you're like, oh shit the world is a bully, right? You know, how people get people to do things or to believe. You know, you try to push somebody and make them do. It's not really. You say we say choice, freedom, choice, and just. You know what I mean? But it's like not really. You know, you want. You know, you want me to believe or do whatever fits your
1: agenda, and I don't want to. So, (laughs) are we (laughs) good? (laughs) Well, and, and the thing is, is that, you know, and that's where, where salesmanship comes into play, you know, and if you have a good salesman and somebody who is eloquent and talks well, you know, you can sell anybody, anything, Uh, absolutely, anything, you know, I mean, you know, they're, they're, I'm very good at targeted, uh, you know, marketing for social media, um, you know, it's how I've grown my following and, you know, and I've taken over as, as manager for, you know, for my girlfriend, Jenny Holtzman, you know, who's a voice of Peppermint Patty and the peanut stuff. What? Um, Stop it. Oh yeah. So, you know, I've taken over as her manager and her social media, um, you know, and, and, and I'm very good at, at selling things that way. Um, you know, I, I I generally you know speak a little more on the intelligent side, you know, but um, <laughs> somewhat a dumbass too, you know. But I also try to you know, if I don't know about something, I'm not going to open my mouth and pretend I do. Right. You know. Um, and I, and I think that's you know where we're at right now is we need to stop listening to people who you know um, whisper musicals in our in our ears that aren't actually doing anything because ninety percent of what they're saying is bullshit. Um, you know, so it, it goes back to, you know, doing our own research and, and finding out, you know, if what they're saying is true before we buy.
0: Yep. That's perfect. That's back. I mean, that's what you would think one would, would do, but, uh, find that a lot. Don't they just go, you know, they just kind of roll with it, you know? Yep. And, um, yeah, I, I find that to be the same way with rumors or if somebody's telling me something about somebody, first of all, A, it's negative. Two, why are you telling me this? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Before I jump off and believe, you start looking at this person like, mm, you know, yeah. I, hold, I hold the person that believes the rumor um, more accountable than the person that, that said mm-hmm. it. Because it's like, well, you seem kind of to me, and you'll believe damn near anything. You know, you can't mm-hmm. think for yourself. I'm going to question why, what's your motivation telling me? And messed right. up stuff about another individual what, what's that been,
1: what's that doing for you what's that doing for me <laughs> Well, it's funny because i had uh i had the same situation happen to me not too long ago as you know somebody had uh, made a comment you know i, I took a, a two-week sabbatical off of facebook for a while and uh, all social media and just you know stopped for a while to, to recenter re-energize um and while I was missing, somebody had made a post, you know, tagging me in it, saying, you know, hey, we're, what happened to Sam? I hope everything's okay. And um, somebody else, you know, that, you know, is uh, has me block, um, had made a comment saying that I was having all kinds of legal issues and, you know, was in and out of courts and jail and all this other shit. And, you know, and I, I obviously couldn't see it when I got back, but, you know, I had some people hit me up and be like, Hey, uh, this is what was said. What's up? You know? And I was like, okay, well, I don't know what the fuck that is, but you know, cool. Right on. Good for them. (laughs) I'm very careful about the battles that I pick and choose. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that I will, I will type out in the moment, um, you know, in any race, um, because it's just not it's not worth my, my peace and my serenity. Exactly. You know, I yeah. think a lot of people are just looking for a reaction. Yep. Um, you know, maybe they're bored. Maybe they weren't coddled as a child. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's usually
0: some childhood shit.
1: <laughs> it, it's always some childhood shit. <laughs> you know the fucking daddy or mommy issues. Right? I'm like, what's your trauma? <laughs> what's going on here? But... You know but it, it it's up to me as an adult now with an open mind to you know to take things in a perspective and you know if it if it benefits me and you know in my community and my you know my my overall mental health, then you know then I'll buy into it and if it doesn't um you know then I just don't bother looking at it yep very
0: much so and that's yeah. that part of thinking i don't know I know that you know that went out the window, but I always say. I'm a thinker before I, you know, in any situation, I just kind of, I don't just jump on stuff or if I hate, you know, I kind of just settle, you know, and right. I think people don't take the time to really think about things before they actually react to whatever it may be. I think anything's worth being thought out. I don't care what it is. I yeah, think, you know, well, you know, there are some things like it's a, a effect. you know, what I mean, like somebody got to, you know, I'm just like, okay, I really don't have time to think. So <laughs> yeah, that's the obvious, but for the most part, just to really think. You know what I mean? Before you react to anything, or you have to think, like, what well, is it, why is this happening? What could this be coming from? Is it going to cause more positive? Is it negative? Is it going to be a problem? Do I want this? Is it going to be more? You know what I mean? You have to think that stuff out, and then you're like, yeah no, not worth it. You know right. So, like that. have more thinkers, man, I tell you.
1: <laughs> you know, it's. Uh... It's one of those things, you know, it it is what it is. I honestly, if it doesn't affect me directly or my family or my business, I I don't give a shit anymore. (laughs) Right? seems like I'd be that way, huh? Because it's like, oh, you go crazy, right? You you have to nowadays, you know? Yep. I mean, it's, you know, if not, you know, you're going to say the wrong thing and someone's going to get pissed off. And, you know, it's then you're, you know, you're in this long ass fucking debate about, you know, fucking stupid shit
0: exactly no, I'm just,
1: I'm just, I don't want to you know I don't want to feed it you know I don't I don't feed the trolls so exactly because
0: then you got it, it rubs off you know that's like contagious you're like oh god. you're like trying to get it off of you want it
1: <laughs> absolutely contagious.
0: So. Yeah. Sure. Well, I appreciate your time and coming on here and sharing your thoughts and um your experience you know and um I you know as usual great conversation <laughs>
1: as always a wonderful conversation miss brandy
0: yes for sure and i hope hopefully in like in the future on a whole brigade type of way you can um come come on and uh bless you know with uh you know with your projects and stuff and what you're doing
1: absolutely i would be happy to you let me know when and where and we will make it work sounds good sounds good
0: all right well Everybody, this is Stan Mason, actor, director, and just all around good guy, great dad. And uh, yeah, here he is. Could you please drop us a a, a little uh, line here of where we can find you?
1: Absolutely. Uh, You can find me on any social media platform, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. um, And we also have a uh, merchandise website set up at normalterrormovie.com um anywhere you search for me you can either search for sam i am mason or real sam mason um on instagram we are normal underscore terror underscore the movie um yeah and you can uh, reach me directly uh at sacrificial pawn productions at gmail.com all right there we have it don't forget my imdb i got lots of shit going on there too Okay, okay, definitely check that out. All
0: right.